What up you lab rats, this is episode number 125 and today we're gonna talk about am I worth what I'm charging? Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the lab, your daily inspiration for creating better content. My name is Megan. I'm Kevin. Let's get, get in the lab. lab. All right. That was clean. Yeah. That was clean. You know that why? Because we worked out. Yeah. So I feel like the energy is brought for the show. I think that's really important. Maybe we make that a routine. We work out and then we shoot the show instead of like, oh, we got to shoot the well, show. Well, we're also shooting on Sunday, so we that. never shoot on Sunday. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So we're... As we're finding out what kind of works for us, you know, like systemizing our workflow and making that a whole lot better. Um, yeah, I think we're I think this is nice to be shooting on Sunday, but it's not always that you're shooting on Sunday. Yeah. So we got to figure it out. But anyway, um, some housekeeping. Like we said, we just came back from climbing. We had a really mm -hmm. fun time tackling some new problems. Problems. Yeah. What are problems? So problems are basically different holds mm -hmm. in rock climbing so they just get smaller and smaller or more technical with yeah. their footwork very cool so we're having yeah. so much fun with climbing and uh yeah. for the next episode with you and i we'll talk about rock climbing and the lessons that we learned yeah. but today we're going to talk about am i worth what i'm charging because i think that's something i i think i definitely struggle with this and so i wanted to bring this up to you especially with the workshop coming up and why i had priced it at at such a low price, even though I know that it's worth a lot more. Um, but let's go ahead and kind of break down why I charged what I charged. And then we can kind of get into uh, your philosophies on on pricing and charging and, and kind of feeling like, am I worth what I'm charging? So, yeah. um, oh, we forgot our couples one, two, three. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, couples one, two, three, answer this question. Here, you pick one, B. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can meet a famous dead person, oh, whom would you like to meet? A famous dead person. Shit. Uh, famous dead. You go first. Oh, well, me? <laughs> I don't really know names. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no I, names? I think I would meet... Um, Okay, he won a lot of awards. Um, Hoffman or something. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, I'll meet that dude. Oh, make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> Attila the Hun. I don't know who that is. What? <laughs> Attila the Hun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's a crazy Hun lord in China, Mongol. Mongol. Nope. No. Nope. We were, just, a bell. we were just watching, a, what do you call that? Marco Polo. I think he watched it more than I did, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> Genghis Khan's like dad or something. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into today's show. So let's talk about what am I, how do you know what you're worth? So what are your philosophies on how did you, how did you kind of start charging what you charge? What are the kind of break? What's the system? Like if I was just going to be like, okay, I want to start a workshop, right? Like what we're doing, what should I charge? What are the mm. kind of things that you go through? Like, what's your process? Well, <clears throat> to figure out what I was worth uh, starting off photography was mm -hmm. uh, just doing basically what you did was yeah. to offer a free workshop, uh, which you kind of gather people together and just kind of test yourself. Yeah. You know, see how many people you can speak in front of and see uh, 
everyone responding and providing you feedback based on that workshop, mm -hmm. which everyone needs that foundation. They need to feel that, um, I would say being more, uh, what's that word? Confident. Yeah. More confident that yeah. you're able to do that type of work. Mm -hmm. So for myself in photography, I knew off the bat, whatever my friends were charging up in like four thousands or five thousands, uh, per wedding, I knew I wasn't there yet because my work couldn't speak for itself. And I haven't found my style to where, yeah, I'm truly confident in charging this price. Yeah. And it's just not a price. It's also, uh, knowing how much time you're putting into, uh, that shoot that you're currently doing, right. um, knowing how much your expenses cost, such as like uploading these uh, into these uh, compact flash or these SD cards that cost about $65 each or the cameras that you're using. Mm -hmm. All that takes into your expenses and how much you're, you're going to be charging. So do you break it down like say these are my costs mm -hmm. and then so we have costs and then we have the subjective work, which is your art. Yeah. And then you have your time. Yeah, you have your time. You have your subjective work. Yeah. Um, your creative work. Right. That's that you built over yeah. time. Right. Right. And but what then, if you're first starting out? And you're when you're first starting out, that's not even there. Yeah. You're just taking that out. Yeah. Yeah. You're just charging for your time. Uh huh. You're charging for the amount of time that in the back end that you're doing, mm -hmm. as well as the equipment you're currently using. Okay. As well as, um. Yeah, mainly uh, your business, your business side, as in like business licensing, taxes, and all that deal. Gotcha. So would you say that since photography has a sort of product, right, uh, would you say that's different from somebody like me who's starting a workshop and it's it's not, it's it's a product, like they do get something, but then at the same time, it's also an experience. So which I can argue too, there, there's an experience when you hire us as photographers, right? Or when you, when they hire you. So do you see a line there in the difference of how somebody would structure pricing for something like an event versus mm -hmm. something like photography? I think it's fairly similar yeah. um, because it's all about the experience actually in, in wedding photography. And um, if your client's are able to resonate with you, then yeah. they'll go with you. Mm -hmm. If they feel like you guys aren't clicking, then they'll choose someone else that they can click better yeah. with. Because all it comes down to is if those clients are comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah. So as for your clients, are they comfortable in sitting in the same room as you and listening to you because they like you? Right. Or they feel like you're annoying whenever, like whatever you're talking about. Then they about. wouldn't even buy. Yeah, then right? they won't even buy into right. you. So it's sort of the same way in that perspective mm -hmm. as well as you're trying to find a venue to yeah. kind of host this right so that goes into factor uh such as besides venue i have to find a really great computer that can keep up with my work in editing mm. so hosting an event prep time prep. the amount of time that you're prepping before the workshop marketing is all within that price right. marketing campaigns such as like facebook ads or just any ads, right? It all goes into the same cost of what it's worth charging right. for each person. Mm. So I feel like in relative, like to workshops and photography, it can be very similar. Yeah. But yours is like coming from foreground where you're doing a bunch of prep work beforehand. Yeah. And then once that day uh, is there, you're 
there's nothing else afterwards. Right. Whereas I'm taking my work back home and yeah. And then more work and happens more work after happens that. after that. So it, it's sort of a different cycle of things. So, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and break down why let's, let's use our, the workshop, for example. So the workshop started at an early bird price of $97, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why we structured it like that is because one, it feels like to me, cause the theme of this week is masterminding. And like, this was one of the, the issues that I brought up to my first masterminding group that I went to a couple of weeks ago. And then I was telling them, I feel kind of bad, like asking for sales now because I've gotten into the habit of just giving stuff away for free. But then at the same time, it, it can very much like keep me up at night and being like, okay, when am I going to start making money? Right. Which is like, I think a lot of people uh, ask themselves that like, yeah. okay, I've given so much already. When do I start to make money? So after I wrestled with that, it, it really comes down to which I got, you know, help and, and feedback from the group. And they were like, well, it's not, it's not really about, it's not about you. It's about the person that needs that information that needs to, you know, get the, the benefit of the values that you're offering. So are those things worth it? So I guess like what we're trying to break down is like, you know, are the values, the benefits that you're putting out worth what you're charging and that what do you think is that subjective how do you go about placing a number on the value yeah it shouldn't be very it, it shouldn't be subjective it should be based in your inner gut like <laughs> it, i'm i'm worth this i'm worth if this. if you yeah. know yourself you're worth it then you charge it okay yeah it shouldn't be the public controlling what you should be worth <laughs> uh. yeah like oh you're she's not totally worth it don't intend like yeah yeah. Yeah. Because it's definitely you. Yeah. It's all your content that you're building. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's your business and yeah. you should take control of what you're worth. See this. I, I already know this, but then I feel like me being on the inside, being stuck in the inside. And like it's different when you when you see it on, in mm -hmm. somebody else. You can go, hey, you're it's you that makes the decision about your business. And yeah. they, like, I, that's exactly what I would say to somebody else. Which is, yeah, relatively the same <laughs> as in there, there are a few couples out there saying, oh, can you capture this shot the same exact way? Mm -hmm. It will never be the same exact way. You're yeah. going to add your flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. No one can replicate perfectly. Right. right. So it's up to you. It's your business. You, you have control over your own standards and you're going to execute it that way. And no one can kind of control you yeah. <laughs> from the outside, right? Because they're, they're not contributing to your business. Right. You're the only person that's making the business live. Right. Yeah. So right. you get to make that personal decision of what you're worth. That's but true. But what, what you're worth is basically, um, you're going to know. Yeah, you're going you're going to have that feeling like your gut feeling. It will just come out out of you like randomly like, "Oh, this is this is way too high for me. I uh -huh. can't be charging this. I know for sure." Yeah. But you'll know uh the content that you're producing hmm. is worth. I sometimes feel I go back and forth about because of what we're offering is is a lot. At the same time, we're not a very well-established brand, and mm -hmm. so it, it you kind of have these like prerequisites and then you yeah. fill them in or you don't fill them in. And then you see where you are on the line yeah. once you fill out all of these kind of check boxes or you didn't check a box or whatever. So like, I don't know, how do you feel about us charging what we're charging for this workshop? You're contributing, you're a part of it. Not completely. I would say 
the photography side is a lot is really low is very low yeah because with just photography alone and the experience we have behind portraits and how to capture right. a really nice portrait and the right angles and the theory behind portrait photography yeah. is way beyond i think price. so too <laughs> uh, and i think perhaps that's that's up to me to market to our audience mm-hmm. and say hey this is crazy valuable and then being able to do that in yeah. not a pushy way or a salesy way or something yeah. like that um but then every now and then like i said when you're starting out you know you want to have fun with it yeah so throw some like throw some of those deals out there yeah just uh you know make that's friends what, i think that's the big thing too yeah. it was like i talked to jared and he was like you just need to get people to see you basically yeah and if you place this high wall like i do know what those mm-hmm. those portraitures are worth from us yeah. like it's 350 an hour from us basically mm-hmm. right that's our standard but but if we place this huge wall in front of people and we're telling them that this is what we are yeah. it's not just this and you know they have a sort of expectation there should not be a comparison of the photography side with getting in the lab right yeah getting in the lab is still fresh yeah. it's still new it's yeah. not five years or six years old and it's different yeah like nobody's really throwing in yeah is is throwing in their photography skill mm-hmm. with their you know yeah podcast and trying to make that work so and i think that in a way is a benefit for us because it's different mm-hmm. it is different so how did did you ever struggle with um yeah. i would say yeah but like how are, how you're very good at still being able to kind of read your market and going, yeah am i it was different times yeah uh it was 2008 where everyone photography wasn't blooming back then yeah especially weddings until people start seeing the potential of growing a business within photography. And you have a lot of those uh, photographers or a lot of people just invest into photography and just 40% of them just leave because they can't manage a business. Mm. Um, And they were just copying all the time and copying only can take so long until they get burnt out. Um, But (laughs) I think that was off topic. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, in 2008, I felt let's build a strong foundation. Yeah. And I had a lot of times on my hand because I was in school. Yeah. I, I, you know, there wasn't another daily job I had to pay attention to. So let's grow it slow. Yeah. So I did a lot of side shots. Um, that's like the pro bono side of me. Like I really didn't care about the money. I really want to hone in my craft before. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really key too. I want to hit on that as well. I think the big reason why we're charging so low and I, that was the big reason too, is like, you don't want to put this wall because yeah, you have fun just helping people and you yeah. have fun just being with people and holding events and being in that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And like, like you, it's like, you're practically, we're practically giving away a lot of stuff for free, mm-hmm. but we love it. So, yeah. Well, I love it. I, mean, I really I don't. Yeah, I really don't think twice about it. I yeah. just do it. Yeah. So in 2008, I did a lot of pro bono gigs, mm. followed a photographer around for probably a good two years. Yeah. That's and a long time. yeah, I was just trying to gain my craft down during that time. Um, and from there until they said, I think it's time for you just to start your own thing. And I was scared. Mm. But you have to take that, uh, you know, that first step with anything and yeah you're going to make mistakes like everyone does but you're going to kind of fix it yeah yeah so 
that's when I knew that definitely I wasn't worth 2000 That photographer provided me that first second shooter or that feel of photographing my own wedding, knowing that, yeah, he charges 2000 I can't charge 2000 because clearly I can't, I don't know what to do in a wedding, <laughs> you know, during that time. Right. So, so you have to be honest yeah, with yourself. Yeah, you have to be honest with yourself. And that's why I did it for free. I did 10 free weddings wow. just to get, know how a wedding works, uh, know what to capture, what's important. Yeah. As well as, yeah, knowing my style. But style is so subjective. It's ever, ever yeah, evolving it's, as well. It's always evolving. Yeah. Like every year you could see my portfolio is always changing. Yeah. Um, you just sort of just change as a person and your style just changes. Right. Um, people that don't change in photography are not innovative. Yeah. Um, sorry, but yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. It I gets mean, boring. You, yeah. If yeah. you can't keep up. Maybe you and, just keep doing the same thing over. So. Yeah. Yeah. The templated yeah. shot list. Um, well said. I think that makes me feel a lot better because I wrestle with my own just, I guess, guilt. Uh, I think of, of charging and wanting, you know, being a very romantic about the idea of wanting to give everything away for free. Like seriously, that's how much I love podcasting and creating content and helping people in this, uh, in this niche. But at the same time, yeah, like it's a business and businesses make money. So you got to get over it. Like my uh, my group, my group was saying, you know, you just yeah. got to get over it. All right. They, if you're offering a service mm -hmm. and you're offering something of value and it benefits them, uh, then and that's actually something that they want from you, then you shouldn't feel bad about it. And exactly. I think that's something uh, I have to continually work on because there's there's this whatever, you know, whatever problems or issues that I have internally and to let those things go. But I'm sure other people may feel the same way. Yeah. Well, I, I, I always feel the same way. Yeah. Like, like oh, you want to stay an extra hour or yeah, something. For or, no, like, yeah. I want to help know. people. You yeah. know, I'm not like that <laughs> type of person that I'm on the dot. And you were always trying to stay extra hours and yeah. I was always like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know, because you love it. Yeah. I really don't care. I yeah. want, my customers to have the best experience and yeah, the best experience mm -hmm. as well. The best quality of work that's mm -hmm. coming out there. And the it's not creativity. It's not half fast. Right. I want to make sure they're fully satisfied before I move on or I'm say it's a wrap. Right. Yeah. Right. That's and, true. And you know, it, I charge three fifty an hour, but sometimes I just go over like 38 <laughs> minutes over and it always feels like you, but going still over. I really don't. <laughs> I just want to make sure I just don't want to half fast them. Yeah, right, so, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we established that pretty early on in our mm -hmm. photography career when we were both shooting. It was like, you just, you got to make sure you get your shot. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much they paid you for in the end. Yeah. You just make sure you capture everything. Yeah. We never left. It. Yeah. Yeah. We never left anybody hanging. Yeah, exactly. Time. Like yesterday had a really big wedding at um, Beverly Wilshire. Mm -hmm. uh, for those that aren't familiar with that area, it's near Rodeo Drive, mm -hmm. basically Ferraris in every corner. Yeah, really. <laughs> but anyways, we stood there. I mean, we didn't stand there. But <laughs> we were there for um, Joey and Dave's uh, wedding yeah. um, till 1230 uh, just because. I wanted to get my night shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she said that she didn't want to leave the crowd hanging or else everyone will leave the party, which, yeah, I'm fine with. So I waited. We waited mm. to the very end till we get that shot. Right. Yeah. I just couldn't leave that yeah. dance without my night shot. But you're also building your portfolio and you're being in a new place. And it's like you got to take advantage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The opportunities in front of you.
So, yeah, I feel a lot better about that. And I think, um, you know, other people who can kind of relate to like getting over their fear of sales. I think sales in general can be scary if you're not that type of person, which I'm not. I'm a very easygoing person and I don't like talking about money that much. And then like asking, you know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, so now is the time to ask. It's awkward. To me, it's very awkward. So. Uh, but I think what we just talked about is going to make that a lot easier for myself and others. So, uh, any closing thoughts for today's episode? I believe, yeah, start slow. Just yeah. don't jump the gun. Yeah. If you have a successful business on the other side from podcasting or whatever you're doing, if you own two businesses and you're trying to grow one, mm-hmm. uh, just don't compare both of them as the same methods and everything, everything business is going to be different i definitely apply yeah. a lot of the lessons that yeah that we learn together yeah and that we're currently learning to what we're doing which is now. really good yeah. but just know that you can't accelerate it way too fast just because one business is doing right. well yeah i mean yeah. we took a long time yeah. with the foundation but i mean now you're thinking twice of every move that you're making because you've already kind of been through yeah you've already been round, through it right? and you know what to step away from and what to do and what changes to make. Right. Um, Just because you know all that, it doesn't mean you should just gun it. Yeah. Gun it. You still have to build that strong foundation and you have to work your way up the ladder. Yeah. You're not going to be like, bam, 36,000 people are going to like you. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. There's so many parallels to rock climbing. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. You know? Uh, Okay. Very true. B. Thank you. Okay, so that was the episode today. I hope you enjoyed that. Leave a like on this video if you did like it. And you can also join the conversation below. And uh, why don't you leave us a comment telling us um, maybe your hangups with sales and asking for the sale and maybe ever feeling that guilt of charging, uh, something that I'm currently dealing with and overcoming with, uh, with your help. So um, subscribe to the channel for more stuff like this. And uh, once again, my name is Megan. Yeah, I'm Kevin. Reminding you to get in the lab. We'll see you. Hey. hey guys, thanks for uh, sticking around to the end to uh, watch this. We really appreciate it. We're lucky to have you. Um, if you enjoy and you dig what's going on over here, I would love for you to go to getinthelab.me slash join where you can join our email newsletter list. I send out one email every Wednesday talking about all the stuff going around here, back end stuff, front end stuff, and uh, a lot of stuff that you don't want to miss. So good things. We'll see you next time. Peace.